It's estimated that more than 61 million Americans suffer from some kind of an invisible illness. That's right. And today we are lifting the veil on invisible illness. And, and this, this is Chick to Chick. All right, a big thank you today to Three Little Birds for providing our clothes for today's podcast. That's right, and you can find Three Little Birds in Mechanicsburg, Hershey, and now in Lancaster. Thank you so much, Margaret. Okay, today we're talking about something that so many Americans, so many people all over the world really suffer from. It's invisible illness. What that means is you cannot see what a person is going through, and oftentimes these individuals carry themselves as if nothing is wrong. And there's a bit of a stigma attached to it because people can't see that there's anything wrong with another person. And it has been something that our family has really dealt with and something that's become much more acutely aware to us. Yeah, we had someone on our podcast recently who suffers from MS and his big frustration is, you know, on the outside, he looks perfectly fine, but on the inside, you can't tell that his legs hurt or he's in pain or there are days that he can't get up and he tried to tell us and let us know, you know, this is really difficult because people don't see those scars or they don't see uh, maybe that they're walking with crutches or they have a cast uh, and it's so frustrating and your daughter yeah. is dealing with this right now. Right, so it's a whole other animal from an adult to a young person. So our daughter Shay decided that she really wanted to lend some sort of light on what is going on, not, not just with her, but so other people can understand. So joining us today is our daughter Shay. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Hi, Shay. Hi. Shay, you have Lyme disease and you've been dealing with this for a long time. And you actually asked to come on the podcast today. Why did you want to come on? Because I feel that not a lot of people are like know about it and know um, how people can feel and how they can undermine how someone will say, oh, I don't feel this way. And then they'll add on how they also don't feel well. Yeah. So talk to us about what the day to day is. You know, you're 16 years old. Most 16 year olds are, you know, busy and going and going and just thinking about the next social activity or a test. What is really going on for you day to day? So sometimes I can go and do, I can go out with my friends and then I have so much energy to go to like and do stuff with them. But then the next day I could just crash because I um, had a lot of energy one day, but then this other day I'm like, all right, I need a break. And my body just crashes and you're super exhausted. So what do you do then if you hit that point where you're crashing and you're at school? All I can do is just tell my teachers and say, hey, I'm having a really bad day today. Um, I'm trying my best to be here, but it is definitely hard for me to pay attention right now. Do you feel like they understand do you feel like they're sympathetic and compassionate or do they say things like, well, you look completely normal. So what's going on here? Some teachers can be very nice, like biology teachers. They're very nice about it. But some other teachers are like, oh, get over it. Or, oh, come back from the nurse's office real quick. We need to do this. And I'm obviously asking for a reason because I don't feel well. 
So how is this impacting you? You know, you're a student, you're trying to learn, you're trying to be social. How's this all making you feel? It's a lot because I have like, I deal with anxiety and stuff. So like that's also on my plate. And then with studying, making sure I can go and see my friends, it just keeps on adding up. And how I see it is my buckets are just like, keep on getting filled up. Okay. What buckets and getting filled up. What do you mean by that? What are you talking about? What buckets? So how I like to imagine it is I have like, it's water in the bucket every time, like something like, Oh, I have to go study. That's another thing in my bucket. Oh, I have to make sure that I have enough energy. That's another thing to my bucket. So basically the only way the buckets can um, drain is by taking that off your plate by working through it. But with that sometimes creeps up other things. So you could have one thing go away, but like 10 more add on while you're trying to focus on one thing. So here you have a teenager and they already have all these things they're trying to deal with, just like regular teenage things. And now you have this invisible illness. How is it going with other kids your age who really aren't going through what you're going through? Not to say kids aren't going through other things, right? But what do you want others to understand and know about people who have invisible illness? Um, I want them to understand that if I say, oh, my knees hurt, like I can't go work out. It's not because I like tripped in practice the other day. It's because my body is attacking itself. It's trying to get better or it's just getting worse. Do you think that kids understand? Um, do they doubt what you're saying? Do they make fun of you? Like what, what's the reaction? What are you dealing with with other kids? So I've only really told my close, like three friends what's going on and they've all been very supportive of it, but I'm afraid that other kids will be like, Oh, that's just like, you're sick with like the flu or something. Like, I don't think they understand what it actually is because I obviously didn't understand until I've been dealing with dealing with this for so much longer than I thought I would. So how, well, really, what is your message? Because I know that you wanted to talk with us, not just to talk about what's going on with you specifically, but because really you think that other people should have, what is it like more compassion or more understanding? How do you want others in this world to have a better idea and appreciate what someone like yourself is going through? I want them to try to understand and be like, oh, if someone says they're having an off day, it's not because, or they're not paying attention in class or whatever. It's not because they're choosing not to. And especially if you know that they're going through something, it's because they physically can't. And they're trying their best to be there, but sometimes it's just, hard enough to be there for two hours. What about your family um, and your sisters? Are they understanding? I mean, your mom's right here. I know she's understanding, yes. but what about aunts, uncles, grandparents, as I said, your sisters, how do they react to you? They're very nice. They always try to check up on me, make sure if I need anything. So they're very nice about it. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Because <laughs> otherwise you were going to be in big, no. big trouble. 
Shay, do you understand from the other side of it how it might be difficult for a friend or a teacher or another adult to look at you because you're beautiful, you look healthy, it doesn't look like there's anything wrong with you. Can you understand from their perspective how they'd say, what do you mean you don't feel good? You look great. Yeah, I can. I like to put myself in other people's shoes before I say something because I always imagine like, what if I said something and they didn't like it? Like, I always think it through. And I think the message, you know, for you is really to have more understanding and anything else that you want to say to others who are listening, maybe it's a parent who hasn't really understood what their child is going through or a teacher who might not understand what's really going on with their student. What is something that you could say to those people to help them better understand? That if someone, if you see that they're getting mad or they can't go, they can't, they're always tired. It's, oh, there's always a reason to it. There's not like, oh, they just don't feel like it. It's because they're hurting in a way and don't get mad at them for it because they also don't know what's happening. So what is your final thought and your final message as we wrap things up here? Um, just to try to be as much understanding. And if you see them suffering or like not doing too well, ask them if they're okay. Yeah. Isn't that what people really just want? Yeah. Shay, I really appreciate you coming on. I know this is not easy to do at your age to be able to be this vulnerable. So thank you for coming on. And I hope whoever was listening could benefit from what you've had to say today. Yeah. Thank you for letting me be on here. (laughs) Thank you, Shay. All right, mom, you're up. You're up. So she added a lot of perspective here. Uh, She talked about what she's going through. Yeah. What are you going through when you see your child uh, suffering and then you see people reacting like, well, she looks healthy. Like, what's the problem here? I think the thing that bumps me out is that she has to change how she reacts to other people for their benefit. In other words, if someone says to her, oh, you're limping, what happened? She explains, and they're like, oh yeah, I fell during my practice the other day, I totally know what you mean. You know, instead of her saying, oh no, you really don't know what I mean, you know, she she tends to, and people in a position of having invisible illness, tend to make the other person feel better, you know? And I think that's something that takes a lot of energy and it's exhausting. And having gone through this the second time with another child, whether it's what my kids have had to go through, which is Lyme, your friend who has MS, or other people who have illnesses that you just can't see, I think we need to have more compassion. And maybe the best thing you say is, I really can't understand what you're going through, but I'm really sorry and I'm here to support you. A lot of people are in this position. Uh, There are a lot of illnesses out there that you can't see. You know, when somebody is suffering from heart disease, for instance, Mm -hmm. you don't really know that because they look perfectly healthy on the outside, but you don't know that their heart is not well. Yeah, Um, very true. People who often are suffering from different types of cancer. Mm -hmm. I mean, some forms of cancer you certainly can see. They're either losing their hair or there's weight loss. But other types of cancer, there are no outward signs Mm -hmm. that they might not feel well, that they don't have the energy or they're going through things. And you're right, compassion, Mm -hmm. empathy, and a little bit more understanding and kindness. I think that all goes a long way. Yeah. Just put the judgment in a box and close the lid. 
We appreciate you being with us today. I personally thank you for listening, and I hope that my daughter could lend some perspective to any thoughts that you've had on dealing with invisible illness. And listen, if you liked what you heard today, head over to our YouTube page, like and subscribe until we are back to chirp about another topic.